You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome, folks. Welcome. Uh, here we are. It is the On Point with Victor show. You are tuned into America's Web Radio, uh, the finest live uh internet radio there is uh probably the largest producer of podcast uh radio so uh if not the largest one of the largest uh but welcome one welcome all uh to america's web radio and again as i mentioned it is the on point with victor show and i am victor armanderes uh here on Thanksgiving week and ready to rock and roll. Yes, I do not take Thanksgiving week off, folks. I'm not big enough yet. So once I reach that point, uh, you know, folks, when, when you, some of you ask about how things are going and everything, and, and look, I can't thank you listeners enough. This show is growing so fast. It's, it's just unbelievable. Um, and I can't thank you enough, but people ask me all the time how things are going. And, and I said, you know, you'll know that I hit it big when I'm out for the holiday. So when you tune in one year and I'm not here for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week or Christmas week, then you know I've made it. So right now I haven't made it that big. So <laughs> my ego is still in check, though. That is why I am here live for you on this Thanksgiving week. And we've got lots to get to today. Um, I, I, I mean, we're going to squeeze in so much. or I'm going to try to squeeze in so much. Um, I have a listener question that I want to answer. Um, anytime, you know, I love it when you listeners, uh, interact and when you ask questions. So I always try and take time, um, at the top of the show to answer the questions that I get. And I've got one important question. So I always try to choose a good question that I can answer. Um, so I'm going to do that. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, we're going to get into a whole lot of, um, uh, Georgia news, uh, folks, I know many of you are out there in California and you're out in New York and uh, Florida and, and uh, all other parts of the country, Pennsylvania. Um, wonderful listeners, all of you. Uh, but I am going to talk a little bit about Georgia because what's happening in Georgia is going to matter to the entire country. This Senate race has never, ever been – I know we hear this all the time. This is the most important election. No, folks, this really is. Um, we must hold the Senate. And when I say we, I say the Republican Party. And I'm going to get into um, – the differences of the Republican Party. There's the establishment wing, the never Trumper wing, uh, and there's the Trump voter wing. And, uh, and I'm going to get into some differences. You know, I find it almost, if, if we weren't in such dire straits, it is humorous and funny or almost or would be funny to watch the never Trumpers and the establishment Republicans grovel and grovel and beg for the Trump voter to come out and bail their butts out. They wouldn't get behind. And, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And this has to be pointed out. And I haven't heard any other um, media people pointing this out, so I've got to bring this out today. Um, but I just find it ironic that the Never Trumper and the establishment Republican are begging the Trump voter to come out and save the Senate. For four years, the Never Trumper and the so-called establishment conservative Republican wouldn't get behind Donald J. Trump, wouldn't get behind we the people who were behind Make America Great. This MAGA movement is real, and it ain't going anywhere. And uh, to, 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 to see the never-Trumper and the establishment Republican now begging the Trump voter to come out and vote in the runoff election to make sure we hold the Senate, it's kind of funny, folks. Um, 
But look, we are in dire straits, and we have to bail out the establishment on this. Um, the Trump voter, you must come out and vote for Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue. There is no choice. So you're going to have to look. I've, uh, as much as I want to rail on the never Trumpers and as much as I want to rail on the establishment conservative so-called Republicans who would not get behind President Trump, I'm going to also give the, the Trump voter a little bit of a hard time because you're going to have to put behind you what happened in Georgia and what happened in 2020 three weeks ago. We're going to have to put that behind us and we're going to have to, to take the positives and run and plunge forward. And that means we start. By making sure every Trump voter that is that is on the Trump train, we have to pull into the station on January 5th and we have to vote for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue because you aren't going to punish the never Trumpers and you aren't going to punish the establishment Republicans by not voting for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. You're only going to punish yourself, and you're going to take the rest of the country down with you. And I'm going to get into why. Um, I, I will get into later. You know, folks, we've got an extra hour today because uh, Roger B. with Locked and Loaded isn't going to be in. So I'm going to do some gun news. And when we get into that, the, to the second hour, I'm going to talk about uh, Biden's coming for the guns, folks. He isn't even hiding it. And I cannot believe that Joe Biden has is isn't waiting until after the runoff election to announce his gun plans, but he's doing it, hopefully to our favor, but he's already coming out. This is how bold the new Biden administration is already being, because these idiots, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, these people, <laughs> they think they have a mandate, um, and and they think that, that be, be, because uh, we're going to have a, looks like a President Biden for at least a year uh, before we're stuck with Kamala. But they think they've got some kind of mandate, and they're already talking about coming after the guns, and they're going to do it in, in form of taxation. And, folks, if we lose the Senate, they can do this. They don't need Senate votes. They're going to do it by reconciliation, the same way Obama rammed through Obamacare. You remember in 2010 when we had the huge Republican wins. We took back the House. We had the huge win in the Senate uh, because um, we, we, we closed that Senate gap in 2010. Uh, we, we won the Kennedy seat in Massachusetts, actually put a Republican in that seat in 2010 because of Obamacare. But what did the Democrats do? They used the reconciliation process, the budget. Budgetary reconciliation process, which cannot be filibustered, and they were able to get Obamacare through. That is the technique and the tactic that the Biden administration is going to use and the Schumer Senate will use if we lose control of the Senate. And if we lose the Georgia two races, Kelly Loeffler, if she loses, and David Perdue, if he loses, then the Democrats will use reconciliation and they will ram through a, a – gun grab program which is going to be through taxes and then they're going to put a carbon tax folks they're going to tax you for driving out of your driveway they're going to start initiating the green new deal through reconciliation they aren't going to waste time so i cannot tell you enough right now how important it is that we hold the senate so Look, you Trump voters, and I'm one of you. I, I consider myself part of the Trump movement. I am a MAGA movement guy. Um, I want to hold the establishment's feet to the fire. Um, but we have to bail out the establishment on January 5th. We have to get behind Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. There is no choice. You do not want Warnock 
to beat Leffler. Warnock is a a leftist leftist radical. He he makes AOC look like she's going to the middle. This is how radical this guy is. So we don't want this guy in the Senate. But again, we can't lose control of the Senate. So uh, that's coming up. A lot of those details I'm going to bring you in the in the second hour, may, maybe even a little bit in the first hour. So we have lots and lots to get to, folks, lots and lots. So, But let me get to this question that I have from the listener. Well, before I do that, looks like David has a comment. David. Just one, uh, and it's uh, directed at Warnock. And I hate to even use his name because I don't want people to get familiar with it at all. But he's a Reverend Wright. Yeah. Yeah. Protégé. Protégé. He's a protégé prototype or a... Uh, a a student imitator of, of right of Reverend Wright and uh, who was an anti-Semitic, America hating guy. Yeah, Let's that said basically, GD the GD America. He says not not God bless America, but the other word yeah. America and GD. Uh, beca- <laughs> yes, he, he he and that's for everyone to see. You can look it up yourself, folks. He said that um, Reverend Wright, a yeah. piece of garbage he, he, in he, Alabama. He he absolutely is, and and uh, and that it doesn't even stop there. And I'll get into that in a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about that, David. So I'm glad you brought that up because people need to look up and they need to see. Um, if you are a Trump supporter and you're a Trump voter and you're mad at the establishment, you're mad at the Never Trumpers, or or you think the election was stolen. Look, folks, I there was fraud. We know this. Was it enough to flip the election? I don't know. And right now, we're not seeing the evidence. I'm sorry. Uh, this is on point with Victor. This is the Common Sense and Logic show. I am only going to bring you the common sense, and I'm going to bring you the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for you. I would love to sit here and tell you that there that there's enough fraud to flip the election back to Trump's favor. But I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat and get your hopes up. That's something the lamestream media does, and that's what other hosts do. Not going to do it here. Um, and right now, when you look at the, the, there's just a lack of evidence. Now, if it comes out in court in the next two weeks, then God bless them. I hope it does. And, and then Trump has a path to victory. But as, as we see right now, there's just not enough evidence to, to flip enough votes that's going to go Trump's way. Now, I am not saying that we have to ignore this fraud, and I'm going to get to that in just a few. Uh, but what I am saying is that you have to suck it up, and we have to go and vote for Kelly Leffler and for David Perdue. Um, if you are a gun owner in the United States, they're coming after you. They're coming after us. They're coming after we, the people. We cannot allow it. Um, you know, the never Trumpers will tell you, oh, we need a divided government. So we voted for Biden. Okay. Fine. Fine. You got Biden in. All right. Let's say, let's just say that Biden gets inaugurated in, in, uh, on January 20th. If that happens, then you do not want them to control the house because they still do and the Senate and the, 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 uh, presidency. So if we, we have to band together. And we have to hold the Senate because that's the only house uh, – I'm sorry, house. That's the only branch of the government that the Republicans will control. The Democrats will still control the House, and they're going to control the executive branch. So they're going to have those two. So, well, I shouldn't say – let me rephrase this because I'm going to confuse some people, and then I'm going to get I'll catch all kinds of flack. Of the three branches, <laughs> there's two that we don't want the Democrats to control through votes, and that's the executive branch, which it looks like they're going to have, and the legislative branch. Well, we don't want them to have the complete legislative branch. They have the House, barely, but they have it. We must hold the Senate. The Senate is the only thing that's going to stop 
this ridiculous uh, agenda that Biden has. Uh, so there. Now I'm going to get back to that in just a few. Um, so bear with me. We're gonna we're gonna pack a lot in today, but I want to get to the listener question because I had this uh, this this great listener question that came over and. Um, uh, gosh, I think I received this question yesterday, so I want to to touch on this. And this is about school loans, student loans. And he, he he's a, I assume, I think a, a conservative voter, an independent voter, but usually let's say votes conservative. Um, and this this guy is a smart guy, and um, and but he says, look, I I I have to admit that when when a party comes along and says I'm going to get rid of your ninety thousand dollar student loan debt that it makes it hard not to vote for them. So what he's basically saying is, at least the way I took this, was this guy wanted to vote for Trump and maybe did vote for Trump. But he was being very pulled to the Biden camp because of the promise of canceling his student loan debt. Well, he wants to know why shouldn't he vote to have his student loan debt canceled? And the answer, folks, is this. It's very simple. The Democrats aren't going to do anything that's that's really going to help you, first of all. They, 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 they're, they're just, they love to lie and work on your emotions. And it's very easy to run around and say, I'm going to cancel your student debt. Your student debt, I'm going to make it just go away, poof. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no elected official on the planet in, well, in this country that can make your debt go away. They can't just poof, make it go away. If a Democrat group of of elected officials somehow manages if biden somehow manages to get it passed and he just blanketly cancels your student debt the debt doesn't just vanish just like the trillions and trillions of debt that we as a country are in that money just doesn't vanish uh so somebody's gonna have to pay it so if you are okay with voting to have your student debt taken away so you can burden someone else with it then you go ahead and you vote for the Democrats. But I want you to question yourself. Can you live with yourself because you want to burden someone else? You took that debt on yourself. You've allowed these these politicians from the local level to the federal level to get elected, and you've allowed these colleges to to inflate their tuitions. We, we as people, by allowing government to meddle in tuitions, that has allowed colleges to inflate their tuitions. It's allowed them to pay ridiculous amounts to, to teachers who don't even teach, professors who don't teach, administrators who do nothing but create a bureaucracy. We've enabled them to raise tuitions to pay for all that. Because of government's involvement in forcing student loans and, and making it easy for you to get huge student loans. And so now, if you want to vote for a Democrat who's going to promise to take your debt away, you're putting that burden on the next taxpayer. You're putting that burden on your child. That burden is going to be on the next generation. Somebody's going to have to pay for that debt, and it's going to come through taxation. So you're going to go buy something else, and you're going to be taxed for it because they're coming after payment whether it's your student loan or it's something else they're going to get that money and 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 they're going to, and you're burdening the next generations by putting more debt on them uh, and, and that's just a fact folks I, I, I tell you all the time 
the Democrat and the political elite and some Republican establishment will never bear the burdens that they demand on we the people. So we the people are going to have to pay. And then what do you say if you vote to have your student debt just poofed away and then that burden laid on everybody else? What do you say to the person like me who did it right? What do you say to the person like me who I paid my way through college? I had help through my father for the first two years and then I had to pay for the rest. And my father told me, don't do student student debt work. If you miss a quarter or a semester of college, so be it. Work, make the money, pay for school as you go. And you know what? I thank my father. To this day, I thank him for that. Because I don't have student debt, folks. And there are a lot of people out there who don't have student debt because they paid their way through. I didn't get to go to some glorious Ivy League school because I couldn't afford it. Maybe I couldn't have got in, but but right now we'll just go with I couldn't afford it. Um, but I could have afforded to go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Oh, I'm sorry. I could have gotten into Tuscaloosa, Alabama where I wanted to go. Uh, maybe UGA, maybe uh, uh, University of Hawaii is actually where I really wanted to go. Uh, but my parents said, no, you can't afford it. And so I, I went to – I still went to a great business school, a good – actually good law, good law school as well. Um, I went to a good school, but it was here in Georgia. Because I got resident reduced rates for tuition, and I worked my way. It I didn't get out in four years, folks. Part of that was because I was a goofball for the first year or two, um, believe it or not. Uh, but but most of it is because I couldn't afford to get out in four years. So it took me longer. But you know what, folks? I'm a better person for it because I don't have that college debt. I'm not saddled with college debt. Um, and 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 by the grace of God, I have a a, a better half who refuses to be in any kind of debt. So she holds my feet to the fire on regular debt that that you might have as a normal family. So, um, folks, being in debt is a a bad, bad thing. And if you're saddled with student debt, why do you deserve to push that debt on someone else? Why do you deserve to make someone else bear the burden of the decisions you made? Now, if you're a Democrat, that's the Democrat policy. They will never bear the burdens of the pain they cause. It's always going to be pushed to someone else. Don't be that person, folks. Don't let the Democrat Party continue to push burdens onto innocent people who they think won't vote for them. Folks, understand, every burden that the Democrats pushes, they push it to a class of people that they think aren't going to vote for them. So really, really think about it hard If you've got student debt, why do you deserve to push that debt on someone else when you made that choice? And if you're struggling, folks, I understand. I understand if you're struggling. But make it work. Find a way to make it work because you can. And, David, you look like you got a comment. Yeah. You know, as a taxpayer, I don't want to pay for your kid's debt. (laughs) I paid for my two sons, and uh, that's all the – all that I wanted to pay for, and I, as a taxpayer, and I want to throw out something else too. As Victor knows, we've got absolutely incredible programming, and if you think it's bad now when you're talking um, medicine or medical or pharmaceuticals or anything else, wait another few days, another few months, and if and when Biden does come in, your medical is going to go through the roof. And if they go to a one-payer system, we're destroyed as a nation. That's why Canada comes to the U.S. for medical care. And I suggest highly that you listen to 
the doctor's lounge. They will explain it all to you. If you've got a question about it, you can email them, Dr. Hal at americaswebradio.com, and they will answer your questions regarding what's about to happen if we get one pair system in the United States. With that being said, I want to invite everybody for Thanksgiving. We're going to do a, a special David's pick on uh, we have Mike Roman, who is a Vietnam veteran coming in, and Mike and I are going to be talking about we're going to be talking Turkey, as a matter of fact, and about Chow and the military, and it is amazing, and you'll find out Thursday what we're talking about. So tune in Thursday morning at 10 a.m. for a very special David's Pick talking about chow in the military. Of all things, we'll <laughs> be talking turkey. So we invite you to do that and invite you to listen to all of our other great shows. We are so blessed to have so many great hosts like Victor and many others that uh, – Tell it like it is, and that's what you'll find with the doctor's lounge. That's what you'll find with agent in charge. Uh, just so many great hosts. So, with that being said, you're listening to America's Web Radio, and uh, we'll get back to uh, playing some Victor music and turn it over to Victor. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. So, look. I, I, again, look, I'm not angry, folks. I'm just right. And and if you're saddled with student debt because you put yourself – I mean, let's face it. You made the choice to do it. Is it really right for you to put that burden on someone else? And shame on any politician who is out there saying they can get rid of your student debt because they can't do it. All they can do is shift the burden to someone else. And as David mentioned, he put two kids through school. Had he wanted to put more kids through school, he would have had more kids. So uh, there are many families like David that that saved money, worked hard, and put their kids through school. They don't deserve to put your kids through school after working hard to do it for their kids. They did the right things, folks, and you need to do the right thing. So that's that's the message on the student loans. That's my answer. <laughs> do the right thing. <laughs> so, um, all right. Now, this is Thanksgiving week, folks. And, you know, uh, I, I like to, you know, last year I did the, the story of Thanksgiving. And, and I, I like to refer to the story of Thanksgiving, the true story of Thanksgiving. And I'm not going to really – we have so much to get into today that I'm not going to get into the uh, the whole story of, of Thanksgiving. The true history of Thanksgiving. But I will say this. The, with, with Biden's apparent election, you, the left is already this week, they started yesterday, uh, maybe they started over the weekend, uh, again, trying to rewrite history. They're trying to, and they're getting this stuff in schools, folks. This is why government education is so bad. It's such a horrible idea. And at some point, we must, must, must do away with the Department of Education. We must get education away from the federal government. Um, and one reason is what, look what they're doing now. They're trying to, once again, not just rewrite history like they've been doing. Um, they are unbelievably changing the story of Thanksgiving to, to make, in an effort to get you to hate this country. They want you to hate the founding of this country. They want you to hate, uh, the history of this country. And it's an awful, awful, awful thing, folks. Um, so all I'm going to say about this is, is I hope all of you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And I want you all to remember uh, 
the true story of Thanksgiving, folks. What you're never going to hear the left say, what you're never going to hear in school anymore, unless you're in a private school, maybe a charter school, um, is that when the pilgrims hit, when they arrived, the first thing they tried was socialism. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say communism because it was more, it was a socialism. It was, um, a commune. It was a community. They did every, they, yeah, they did everything as a community. They did, uh, but it was outright socialism, folks. That's what they knew. You gotta remember, folks, before the United States came along, there was no such thing as a constitutional republic. There was no such thing as a document that told the government what they could not do to the people. There was no such thing as a, as a, as a document that said, you are human being and as an American, your rights are derived from God, not from government. That didn't happen, folks, until this country was founded. So when the pilgrims got here, they set up a commune. They set up socialism. And it didn't take them long to figure out it didn't work and it wasn't going to work. So it was actually the pilgrims who actually tried socialism and and invented capitalism. That is the Thanksgiving. That is the history of Thanksgiving that you just won't hear. That is the truth. I don't care what the what you're hearing with the rewriting of the history of the the massacring and all this other stuff. What needs to be taken from Thanksgiving are the fact that the pilgrims came here and first they brought with them socialism. They brought with them the idea of it takes a village, the community, and it didn't work. It failed miserably. Um, and how do I know this? Because if you go read the diaries of William Bradford and some of the other pilgrims, go read what they wrote. They wrote it with their own hands. And William Bradford was very descriptive about writing the problems that they had with the commune, the community, that it didn't take long for some people to figure out, I don't have to work because that guy's working. If I sit over here and let my neighbor work, my neighbor's going to have to give me equal portion. That's socialism. It wasn't long after the pilgrims hit when they set up their community that they figured out that if they stick with socialism, that very few people were going to end up working and the very few rations were going to have to be rationed out to everybody equally. And pretty soon there was equal misery because there wasn't enough being produced to feed all the mouths that weren't producing. That is what happens to socialism every time it is tried. So what did the pilgrims do? They were smart enough to go, and William Bradford led these guys, smart enough to go, you know what? This ain't working. So they divided up property. That was the the, the creation of capitalism and the creation of property rights. It was the pilgrims that really created the notion of property rights because when socialism failed and their commune failed, they divided property up and said, your family owns this property, your family owns this property, your family owns this property, and so on. Your family will grow this crop, your fa- whatever crop you can grow, they, they, that's, this is your land, do with it what you will. 
And then from that land, once you take care of yourself, you have enough crop to take care of yourself. You can bring the rest of your crop to market. And then if, if, if the Smiths over here weren't good at growing corn, but the Joneses were good at growing corn, but the Joneses couldn't grow cabbage, but the Smiths could grow cabbage, you know what happened, folks? They brought their excess corn and they brought the excess cabbage to market and trade happened. That was the birth of capitalism. That was the birth of private property rights. That is what sent this country on a pace to outpace every country in the world. Folks, we are only 240 or some odd years old. All the other countries around it, look in Europe how old they are. They couldn't achieve what we achieved in 200 and some odd years. And there's a reason for that, folks. And the pilgrims did it. All right, folks, we will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. There's much, much, much more to get to on the On Point with Victor show. Stay right there. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. And just want to remind everyone, we will be here on Thanksgiving talking turkey with Mike Roman, a Vietnam veteran. And uh, if you'd like to pipe in, you can give us a call at 470-223-4979. Or better would be to drop me a line, david at americaswebradio.com. And if you have any questions or just want to talk a little bit about your experiences in the military, and holidays and it's a it's a very very special time for all of our veterans and all of our active duty i have a son on active duty but fortunately he's his wife is with him and so everything is uh, cool there but you know it's a it's a time to thank god for many things but also thank god for our military and our veterans that we all raised our hands and swore to defend our Constitution against foreign and domestic. So think about it, and uh, you're more than welcome. I'd look forward to you joining us at 10 o'clock, Mike Roman and myself. 10 o'clock this coming Thursday, we'll be talking turkey, no less. Be back in just a moment. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, folks. We are back. You're tuned into the On Point with Victor Show. Uh, this is America's Web Radio. Tell all your friends, folks. Look, I, I, 
again, can't thank you enough for listening. Um, you guys are making this show grow so fast that um, <laughs> we're being recognized by other people. <laughs> other shows are taking note. And, um, and look, folks, I, some of you have reached out about sponsoring, so let me do this real quick. If you want to sponsor the On Point with Victor show, uh, be an advertiser, you can do so. Um, just uh, email me at victor at americaswebradio.com or gm at americaswebradio.com. Um, we reach thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners every week, every month. Uh, so uh, let me showcase your business um, right now. I'll just go ahead and throw this out because um, Legendary Dave's here. <laughs> I will offer a special. I myself will will do the script for you. I will uh, read and, and whatever script we come up with that we agree to for your company, and I'll do it uh, during the show. I'll give you one live spot every show, and, and uh, folks will do it at a really great rate. So reach out to me at victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com, and you too can be a sponsor like Top Gun Motors. Top Gun Motors, who wants, uh, if you're looking for a concierge to find you a car, you want to look up Top Gun Motors. <laughs> it's topgunmotors7 at gmail.com. Look, folks, um, I, I want to, let me say this first. You're hearing a lot of rumblings, a lot, a lot, a lot of rumblings about uh, people, uh, well, let me be honest. Democrats and elected elitist politicians who want to shut down the economy. You're hearing this. You're seeing it in California. You're seeing it in New York and New Jersey, uh, Michigan. These people are giddy with power. And, and there is a vaccine on the horizon, folks. There's three vaccines on the horizon. Uh, two will probably be here before the end of the year. One will probably be uh, distributed within days. And even with that... You've got Regenovin. The Regenovin, and I think I'm saying that right, is a therapeutic that is practically a freaking cure. Uh, Donald Trump is walking example of this. That medication, I believe, just got clearance to get out to all the hospitals, and and doctors can start prescribing it. Folks, there is no reason to go into lockdowns. It shouldn't even be on the topic of conversation. Um, every state that is still has a, any degrees of lockdowns should be lifted. Um, we are going into Thanksgiving. Sometimes this is what makes or breaks a small business. And if a small business out there cannot do business this week and next week going up to Christmas, this is their time. This is the time when a lot of businesses make their money. And we've got Democrat politicians who never miss a paycheck, ladies and gentlemen. Understand me, folks. There's no government official that's going to miss a paycheck. There's no government worker that's going to lose a paycheck. But yet they are willing to put you out of business and put you without a paycheck. And it's awful. So we already know now, folks, we have the we didn't have the luxury in March of the data that we have now. And the data and the science shows the worst thing to do is lock down an, uh, an economy, to lock people down. That is the worst thing to do in this pandemic. If you want to make this pandemic worse, force people to stay in their homes because that's where they're going to pass the virus. And, and I'm getting really sick of this mask debate because we now have evidence. P Ladies and gentlemen, folks, there are states and countries here. There are states and there are other countries across the world who have had mask mandates since March. They've had 70, 80, and sometimes over 80% of their people, population, wearing masks. And they are exploding with cases. Now, the dirty little secret, this is called herd immunity. 
But you're not going to hear that because that doesn't gain power. Herd immunity isn't going to give politicians more power. But you being scared out of your ever-loving mind that you're going to die tomorrow, that's going to give politicians more power. Forcing you to wear a mask is giving politicians more power. Now, I am not saying, understand me, I don't have a problem with wearing a mask. I myself do not like to wear a mask. But I believe it should be my choice. If you want to wear a mask, it should be your choice. If a private business says, tells you to wear a mask, then hey, put on the mask like I do and go in that private business or don't go to the private business. There are some restaurants that I will not visit. Um, I love Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A won't open their dining room. I'm not going to Chick-fil-A. They're not going to get my business until they open their dining room back. Now, that's my choice, and that's their choice. I don't have a problem with it because if Chick-fil-A wants to make that choice and just be a drive through restaurant, that's that they can do that. It's working for them, apparently. But I can also, as a consumer, make the choice to take my dollars elsewhere, and I do. So um, this is what I mean about the mask thing. Uh, under no circumstance should the government be forcing these masks because now the data is coming out. The mask isn't stopping any spread. It's not reducing the spread at all. Um, and all you've got to do is look at the states that have had the mask mandates where 80% of the population has been wearing masks. They're having the highest breakouts right now. So, folks, start doing some research. Start standing up for yourself. If you do not stand up for your civil rights today, if you do not stand up for the Constitution today, you're going to lose it tomorrow. Because we're letting the chip away and chip away and chip away. And again, look, folks, please understand what I'm saying. Please, I am a cancer survivor, knock on wood. (laughs) Um, So I understand the importance and how it feels for some people to wear the mask. So I'm not telling you not to wear it if you want to wear it. Just don't force it on someone else. If you're wearing a mask and you see someone not wearing a mask, then walk the other way. Folks, I walked the other way just yesterday when somebody came in and started coughing and sneezing. I'm sure it wasn't the Wuhan virus, but I naturally walk away from somebody who's sick. I don't want to catch the common cold. I don't want to catch the Wuhan. I don't want to catch anything. So when I see somebody walking and sneezing or whatever, whether they have a mask on or not, I walk the other way. So you can do that. I am My feelings are not going to get hurt if you're wearing a mask and I'm not wearing a mask. If you want to walk away from me, my feelings aren't going to be hurt. Do it. It's fine. But you don't have the right to force me to wear one, and neither does the government. So there. I've said my piece. (laughs) So – but what I want to, what I'm getting at is we've got a lot of Democrats that are telling, tell, trying to shut down economies again, trying to shut their, their, their country, uh, I'm sorry, their states down. And this is awful, folks. This is awful. you the damage that you're going to do with lockdowns is going to be more than the virus will do. And we can say that confidently now because we have therapeutics. Ladies and gentlemen, the death rate is still falling. The percentages of deaths is still falling due to the uh, COVID-19. Um, these are just facts and this is just real data. Uh, we, the, the survival rate now for most people is over 99%. That's a 99% more survival rate for COVID-19 for most people. Now, if you're in the most endangered population, your survival rate is reaching 95%, folks, because of the therapeutics, because of things like Regenovin. And now the the vaccine is coming out. Folks, the vaccine is going to cause herd immunity. What the hell do you think a vaccine is? 
uh, for for any Democrat out there that that poo-poo's herd immunity, shame on them because they're lying to you. Uh, the vac. What do you think the vaccine does, folks? The vaccine is putting putting the the in, well, at least one of the viruses, um, one of the vaccines is putting the virus in you, so that you can your body will initiate an immune response. And that immune response leads to herd immunity. And now the data is coming out, even more data coming out, uh, A, showing that asymptomatic people aren't spreading. There aren't super spreaders like, like the, um, like we thought or the, the CDC thought they were in March. They thought asymptomatic people. Now data showing that asymptomatic people is not spreading. Uh, they're not super spreaders. Um, and we're also seeing that herd immunity is out there, that, that there are people, folks, they're even finding out Look, maybe you didn't know this, but the common cold, you know, over 20 common colds that people get every year are Corona colds. They're Corona based colds. And now they're finding out that there are regular people out there who have had Corona colds who are who are showing T cell and immunities to the Wuhan COVID-19 virus. And that means when when you see people out there who aren't symptomatic or you're seeing people out there who are very, very low, minor symptoms, those are people that they're finding out that have T-cell immune, immune reactions because they've had corona colds. That's a big part of the population, folks. Uh, I know you're not hearing this on the media, but you're going to hear it here because this is On Point with Victor where common sense and logic rules the day. And real data will rule the day. And uh, so you're, we're finding this out, folks. So you can start to let go of some of your fears. Uh, but I understand if you're elderly. I understand if you're a cancer patient, folks. I'm a cancer patient. Um, so if 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 you want to stay at home, stay at home. If you want to restrict your movement, restrict your movement. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But it's your decision, folks. Your decision. And we have a document called the United States Constitution that says it's your decision. There is no crisis clause in the Constitution that can allow your First Amendment to be taken away or your second, third, fourth, or any of the amendments to be taken away. There is no crisis clause. So there there can be no federal mandate for lockdowns. There can be no federal mandate for masks. And I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we must stick to our civil rights. We cannot let our constitutional rights go because you won't get them back. The fight that it will take to get the rights back that the government is trying to take away will be a very hard and burdensome fight. And we don't need to have that fight, folks, because we just need to stand up and we can stand up with our vote and our voice. So um, so I, ha- I-, I wanted to get that out of the way, folks. Look, you've got Democrats and establishment Republicans that are just happy as can be to make Bezo richer. They want to make Bezo and Amazon richer because that's a huge corporation that's in bed with who? The Democrat Party. They want to make Walmart big. Why? Because Walmart, believe it or not, go look at their donations. They're in bed with the Democrat Party because they fear the Democrat Party. Um, these companies of the world, Google's and Facebook and Apple, they're huge, and they're all in bed with the Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party is all too happy to make these big corporations even bigger, and the small business, they're just crushing it. Because the lockdowns don't hurt the big business corporations. The lockdowns hurt small business and folks without small business we are going to have a massive job loss ladies and gentlemen i don't need to tell you but over 75 80 percent of the jobs created in this country come from small business what's going to happen if we continue to crush small business with ridiculous lockdowns 
we're going to lose a lot of jobs, folks. So I, I'm telling you, we cannot allow the Democrats to keep putting money in the pockets of their big corporation friends while killing the small business. And big corporations, folks, make no mistakes. They love squashing small business because they're crushing competition. All right, folks, we're going to our next break. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. Welcome back to On Point with Victor. You're tuned into America's Web Radio. <clears throat> okay, I want to get into a few things here about the election. And I'm going to talk about um, the fraud and why it, it appears that Trump lost. Uh, I'm going to get into some of that. Um, the first thing that that we need to do is, and and this has got to be uh, this has got to be a state by state thing. We the people, look, you folks out there in California, uh, I know you think your vote doesn't matter, but but you, you're going to have to stand up and and talk to your neighbors and try and convince them. Uh, and you in, in New York, my listeners, you guys got to do the same thing. My listeners in New Jersey, my listeners in Pennsylvania, uh, Florida, you guys are doing great. But you, you, you can't let your guard down, though, in Florida. Uh, but Florida is doing wonderful. Um, yeah, Michigan, uh, you, you guys got some work to do. Uh, um, but, but anyway, I, I want you guys to understand that you've got to hold your state officials. You know, I talk about local politics and how important it is. Well, folks, it is your state legislature that – sets election law so whatever state you're in you've got to pay attention to who you're sending to your state legislature and then you have to demand that your voting system be fixed now there was fraud now again was there enough to flip the election it looks like there wasn't Um, but i don't know things could change we'll see what happens in the court cases and the court cases should be done the trump administration should 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 continue to allow their legal team to expose and fight and bring to light the fraud that happened Um, we have to do that now because even though there doesn't appear to have been enough fraud to overturn the election we have to weed out fraud if we let this go now it's going to get worse so maybe the fraud didn't flip the election this time but it might flip it next time and we cannot allow it to happen so we must put a stop to the fraud uh and again understand where i where i'm coming from folks Uh, your humble host here at on point with victor does not think there was enough fraud to flip the election and i am a trump team voter i i am a what i would consider um 
a, a Trump-style Republican because I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm not an establishment Republican. Um, I would consider myself a Trump Republican libertarian. Let's put it that way. Um, and 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 the Trump voter, uh, I'm speaking to you guys directly because you cannot be angry with this election. You can be angry with that. The, yes, there was fraud, and 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 you can support the legal teams going after to expose fraud. But we have to make sure we hold on to the Senate. I open the show a little bit with this. We can't be angry as Trump voters and feel like this election was stolen from us. You know, look, folks, your anger needs to be at at the Republicans who didn't vote for Trump. Your anger needs to be at the never Trumper who didn't have your back. But now they want you to have their back. Now, I am not saying to be ugly. I'm not saying to to go stomp your feet and don't vote. I'm saying the opposite. I am saying we as the Trump voter must get behind David Perdue. We must get behind Kelly Loeffler. And if that means that we're helping the establishment, then so be it. Because I don't think David Perdue is, is establishment. I don't think, you know, Kelly Loeffler, we'll see. But we have to get behind them because if we don't hold the Senate, then we, the people, are going to hurt. We, the Trump voters, if we don't vote in the runoff election, we're going to hurt ourselves. So I know you're angry, and I share some of the anger. Um, I share some of the frustration with the never-Trumper. I share frustration with the the establishment so-called conservative Republican who wouldn't get behind Trump and wouldn't vote for Trump. Folks, let me give you Georgia as just an example. Georgia went to Biden not because of all the fraud. Georgia went to Biden because there were so many Republicans that didn't vote for Trump. If you just look at Forsyth County, folks, in Georgia, we have the north part of Georgia, which keeps this state red. They didn't vote for Trump. Many of them didn't. I know some of you out there going, oh, but I did. I know, I know. Most of you voted for Trump. But enough of North Georgia Republicans didn't vote for Trump. That doesn't mean that they all voted for Biden, but they didn't vote for Trump. And that was enough to hand the state of Georgia over to Biden. And and it was enough to do it by, it looks like, 12,000 votes. So we've got to do better at 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 maybe pulling these never trumpers out of their their head out of the okay i'm going to be nice their heads out of the sand um the 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 establishment republican let's get their head out of the sand let's work together with them folks because remember what ronald reagan said it ain't a new party that we're we're going to be able to to build or or a new party that we need it's to take over the party that exists the republicans have the apparatus to fight Biden. The Republicans have the apparatus to stop all the ridiculousness that Biden is about to try and unfold on the people. So we, as Trump voter, must continue the MAGA movement within the Trump, uh, I'm sorry, within the Republican Party. And we can do this, folks. And we can start by making sure we vote and elect Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue on January 5th in Georgia. And if you're outside of Georgia, Look, folks, they'll, they, they will, you can volunteer. Uh, they'll help you get to Georgia. If you want to door knock on behalf of David Perdue and Kelly Leffler, if you want to make phone calls, if you want to send texts, uh, you can volunteer. So we need all the help we can get in Georgia right now. And if you're out there and you're a Trump voter and you're mad at the never Trumpers and you're mad at the, at the establishment, then you know what? Come over. Let's make friends. Let's get Kelly and David elected. And then let's start working on the establishment. 
because in 2022, there are some people we can throw out of office and we can replace them with good conservative uh, Trump Republicans. Uh, and, 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 and in 2024, we can get a good candidate that's going to pick up the MAGA cause. Um, so, folks, we can do this from within and we have to. But the only way we're going to save this country right now, the only way we're going to save the Second Amendment is by by getting Kelly Leffler and David Perdue elected to the Senate. And it has to be done. Uh, it's funny how everything goes through Georgia now. The weight of the country, I feel, is on my back and my fellow Georgians. Because America's Web Radio, our home base is here in Atlanta, in Atlanta, well, Sandy Springs, Georgia. And it is up to us <laughs> to make sure that we keep our Second Amendment. So we as Georgians are asking the Trump voter out there everywhere, in whatever state you're in, do what you can to help us here in Georgia. Because if we lose the Senate, we're going to lose the Second Amendment, and we're going to lose a lot, lot more than that. But it really is going to start with that Second Amendment. So, uh, so folks, keep that in mind. So, so let me talk a little bit of what I mean by, by engaging in your local politics to make sure your state legislature fixes the voting problem. Um, folks, we have to do away with mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots is fraud. It's too, it opens the door for fraud, too much fraud. Let me put it that way. Um, there's no reason for mail-in ballots. There's no reason for a state to blindly send ballots to every citizen in the state. No reason to do it other than you want to perpetuate fraud. Um, if you doubt me on this, ladies and gentlemen, do yourself an exercise. Go and look up the Carter-Baker uh, report. And yes, it's Jimmy Carter, probably the best thing that man did since uh, after his presidency. Jimmy Carter teamed up with, with uh, Jim Baker III, I believe, or James Baker III. And they were tasked in 2005, folks, actually after the 2000, the Gore-Bush uh, race, when Bush won, Bush appointed Jimmy Carter and James Baker, I believe the third, to a commission to figure out how to fix the voting system and weed out fraud or identify potential fraud. And in 2005, Jimmy Carter and James Baker came out. Now, folks, I want you to go look up what they came out with because everything that they said we needed to fix is what happened in 2020 because none of it was fixed. The Bushies and the Democrat, the Republican Bushies and the Democrats establishment had no interest in doing any of the recommendations that Jimmy Carter and James Baker made. Because if you go back and look at that voting report, they said mail-in ballots need to stop. Absentee ballots needs to be uh, identified with photo ID and signature. Um, I'm paraphrasing here, but this is what they basically said. Mail-in ballots need to stop. Absentee ballots needs to be more more certified. Um, voter IDs needs to be ha- – every state needs to have voter ID. Uh, and early voting is a bad thing. Um now, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what the commission said. Now, what happened in 2020, folks? You had ridiculous amount of mail-in ballots because states – there are some states, not every state, but some states sent – they took their voter rolls and they sent everybody on that voting roll, including dead people. They sent them a ballot by mail. It wasn't requested. They just sent it. So these these weren't these, – these ballots aren't being checked by, by photo ID. They're not – because they're not being asked for. So we, we – we don't know how many of these ballots came back fraudulent. We really don't. Now, again, don't think it was enough to flip the election. 
But that doesn't mean that we can sit by and allow it to continue to happen. So we need to take the Carter Baker. We need to take that um, voter, that initiative back in 2005, and we need to implement this on every state. And you've got to demand that your state legislature, A, end mail-in balloting. There's no reason for mail-in balloting. And another thing they said is ballot harvesting must stop. Ballot harvesting shouldn't be allowed. They said that back in 2005. And what happened in 2020? Ballot harvesting was going on everywhere, folks. So you've got to hold – this is what we've got to do. We as people, if we're going to save the republic – and yes, we are a republic – if we're going to save it, it's going to start now. By all you Trump voters, 73.8 million Trump voters, all of you, we've got to hold our states – Accountable, which means we've got to make sure we put in enough elected officials to the state uh, uh, seats. You know, whether it's the state house, the state senate, local municipalities, your mayors, your go- whatever. We've got to start making sure we put people in that are going to listen to we the people, and they're going to fix this voting problem because we have to act now. And mail-in ballot balloting needs to stop. If you can't make it to the polls then you can get an absentee ballot. That's set up already in, I believe, all 50 states. And l- let me say this, folks. If you can take your happy, you know what, your happy derriere to the store and buy up every freaking roll of toilet paper there is, then you can take your clean, new, fresh butt to the polling place and vote in person. So let me repeat that. If you can take your happy derriere to the shopping store, grocery store, wherever you go, and you're not afraid to catch the Wuhan 19 because you just got to buy every piece of toilet paper you can get, then you can go to the polling place and you can vote in person. Because if the Wuhan's not going to get you in the grocery store, it isn't going to get you at the polling place. And again, if you can't do it, if you're too elderly and you can't make it to the bowling place, then we have absentee balloting in place where you have to prove who you are. You have to have the right signature. You have to have your photo ID and you, and there, and there should be a number on this absentee ballot so that if there's something in question, then, then your numbered absentee ballot can be pulled out and it can be attached to your name because it ought, it is a federal crime. To vote fraudulently, fraudulently. <laughs> I'm going to get this out. Um, it is a federal crime, folks. If you fraud, if you knowingly vote um, and do a fraudulent vote, then you should be prosecuted. So we have to, we have to start prosecuting, and that's why I want these these lawsuits that are being held and, and go take going to court by the Trump administration. They need to continue to happen, and we should be behind all of them, whether you're a Democrat or not. You should be behind any lawsuit that's exposing fraud because anyone who engaged in fraud in 2020 needs to be prosecuted. It's the only way we're going to stop it. And then we've got to do what I'm talking about here going into the states and making sure that we get rid of mail-in ballots, that we secure absentee balloting, no more ballot harvesting, and that we no more early voting other than two weeks maybe ahead before vote before voting day. So, okay, folks. Um, this is the end of the first hour, so you stay right where you are. We will be right back with a second hour, and it's going to be chock-filled of the stuff that Biden is going to try to do to you if we lose the Senate. So stay right there, folks. We will be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.